0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to What's It Like podcast
1: with Stacy and Emily. I'm Stacy, And I'm Emily. Welcome back. We're happy you're here with us, you guys. We are. Okay. It's freezing cold outside. Yeah. And it snowed and the roads were like ice last it,
0: night. It was awful this morning. It's Monday in mm-hmm. Ashkosh, November 11th, and everyone was crawling like to work and school today. Yep. People were late. It was hectic icy roads it's I too soon it
1: totally is I picked Hannah up from something I went in County last night and there was tons of people in the ditch I oh, almost went in the ditch actually really? yeah I said I prayed out oh. loud <laughs> <laughs> and my son Isaac was like it's okay it's yes. okay and I stopped right before the ditch
0: I do hate winter driving I
1: know why do we live here
0: well I don't know and I'm thinking about all these new drivers I have so many friends oh, totally. who have teenage drivers you included and I'm like I get scared driving in this I can't imagine I was chatting with a friend who works at my kid's school And her daughter's driving and she was like, yeah, I barely got to school today and I've been tracking my daughter on on,
1: (laughs) (laughs) on her app to make sure she got there. Which is really funny. Totally different. But I made my kids get this app called Life 360 this year so we can track everybody all on one thing together. Yes. And my son Isaac was so mad and I couldn't figure out why he was so mad. Yeah, because I was like, I can track your phone. I've been able to always track your phone on something else. Right. And I found out later it's because that app. Tells you their speed limit. Yes, it does. And he was like super mad because oh, he, yes. he was like, "Oh, you're going to be look,
0: checking up on me and how fast I'm driving." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know." Which is really funny. I have mixed, um, I have mixed feelings about that because I just feel like, how big brother do we have to be
1: over oh, our children? I totally agree. But Actually, as a parent, I'm sure I'll have it. Maybe I mean I have the track tracking on, but I turned off the speed the speed alerts because I I don't need to know what speed they drive like. Well, Another no.
0: girl, however, another mm-hmm.
1: girlfriend of mine's
0: daughter was caught on Life 360. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh about it now, but she was really PO'd. The mom was, oh, really? understandably. Like, oh totally. my gosh, you cannot be driving like that. No,
1: I just, I turned it off. But it's, I don't yeah. know. But I yes, get it. anyway. Anyway, we digress. So um, I know why we live here. We live here because of people like Sud- Susan, who yes. we interviewed today.
0: So you guys know, Emily and I have a heart for adoption. It's how our families have been... Formed together mm-hmm. um and Susan has an adoption story as well yeah but totally different than totally different I mean the other ones we've told yes so she has adopted her two grandsons so yeah. she is now mom for a second time around and she's in her 60s yeah. and she and her husband are spending their retirement raising two young boys yeah. and they feel called to do it they mm-hmm. feel um privileged to do it, but it's it's been a hard road as sure. well. Sure.
1: It was it's not been a story without lots of pain. And sure. she was pretty vulnerable with us, I think, about a bunch of
0: Absolutely. it.
1: Absolutely. And I she's just the reason why we want to do this podcast, yes. right? Because I could meet Susan at the elementary school and just never get to know her but mm-hmm. as we ask her questions you're like man this woman is a hero
0: absolutely and she and and a quiet hero she mm-hmm. did what I think the majority of us would do if you needed to do I it hope, yeah. And um but yet I think her stories were sharing and I really and worth applauding her because I just think that's what you do in your family you care for each other you take care of each other right and That's why I love this community, because we see examples of that everywhere. Yep.
1: And Susan will become a hero to you as well. Okay. We also can't forget. Right. Very exciting. But our sponsor, Regoni Bakery, is giving you 10% off of orders if you use the W-I-L in the promo code for What's It Like. Mm -hmm. They'll give you 10% off your order. So tell us about what pasties are. Well, they're not pasties. They're they're pasties.
0: (laughs) Oh, no second week in a row pasties if you don't know what a pasty is it's an i think it's an english food it's a fluffy pastry Ragoni bakery has both breakfast pasties they have um also like dinner pasties and these were created and used up in the up rob was telling rob regoni who was on our podcast you guys he was telling us they um miners would take them into the mines because they were really easy to eat they're created and baked so that you can actually eat them by hand kind of like a burrito yeah
1: like a burrito or a yes. calzone
0: But They're hearty, they're wholesome, they're Mm -hmm. filling, and they're delicious. And Rigoni Bakery makes some of the best. So you guys get 10% off if you use the code W-I-L. We hope you enjoy them. They also have Christmas cookies coming out. We're going to be sampling those next week live. Oh, I'm excited about that. So here's my
1: idea. If you're hosting people for the whole weekend for Thanksgiving, um, order yourself some. So Saturday night, you do not have to make an extra meal. You just have them already made in your freezer. And if you're not hosting... Order some and take them along so you can provide Saturday exactly. night meal at Thanksgiving weekend. So, and that's they're especially my idea.
0: good with either ketchup or like a spicy sriracha sauce. Ooh, we that's how we like it too. Yummy. So, love it with a kick.
1: Awesome. Ragoni Bakery.com. Go check them out.
0: Thanks, guys. Hi, Susan. Thanks so much for coming on with us today. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I, um, I don't know a ton about your story. Our sons are friends, which has been fun this last year for them to get to know each other. And I just know really, that you and your husband have taken on the role of parents to your grandkids, which um, opens up a ton of questions. And I know there's a a story there, which is why you're on with us. But I just, the little that I know, um, I don't know, I find it to be inspiring when people choose a hard road
2: because it's the right (laughs) road. Mm -hmm. And so that's why... We're really happy to have you with us. So thanks. Well, thank you. And I, I guess people always say, you know, why did you do this? And they're going, congratulations on doing such a great job. And I'm not at in this to get attaboys. I'm in it because it's called life. That's sure. right. Right.
0: That's a very good point. I can relate to that. And so can Emily. We both have adopted kids. And it didn't feel like a super, we weren't doing it to be noble right, or sure. or to get a pat on the back. It was really felt like.
1: No-brainers. That's what you do. You take care of a kid that needs a family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. But so, different when they're your own grandkids.
2: It sure is. Yeah. When you go from being the grandma that I always wanted to be the grandma. Yeah. And I've never been the grandma. I've always been the mother. Totally. So, absolutely. Yeah. I think about my kids and their relationship with their grandparents, and that's the
0: typical grandparent relationship. Yeah. You know, my they see my parents a lot because they live in town, but it's still... It's the grandparents. It's, you're getting spoiled with attention. You're getting, getting spoiled with yeah. treats. You're there to cheer them on at their games. And then my husband's parents also, when they're in town and when we visit them, it's fun and it's loving totally. and it's filled with special
2: memories. It's filled
1: with Big Macs and French fries and Absolutely. stuff that they don't normally get. Right. Yes. And you don't have the luxury
2: of, of no.
1: doing that, mm-hmm. do you?
2: No, I don't. In fact, I don't have anyone here as far as family or anything. You don't? I'm a soul... It's me, me, and my husband when so he's home. So yeah. this isn't where you raised your kiddos? No. We just moved here um, about two and a half years ago. Oh, gosh. So uh, you're fresh. Yeah. Yes. That makes that...
1: as a whole other level of crazy no, to this no story. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how long have you had custody of the kiddos?
2: Um, I've had Jacob since... I brought him home from the hospital. I was there when he was born, and I brought him home from the hospital. Wow. And, and how old is he? He's 12 now. Oh, geez. Okay. And then um, Zane I've had since he's two and a half. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, maybe we need to go back a little further. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's yeah. back up and why don't you
0: tell us <laughs> a little bit about your life as a as a mom and a little bit about your daughter and uh-huh. kind of give us the background.
2: Uh, let's see. Well, I I was a single mom for a long time. Okay. And uh I got into recruiting, headhunting, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and I did that for 15 years. Okay. Um, and you lived in, in, in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. In okay. Indianapolis, and I was very successful in what I did. Uh, I used to go on the, you know, the trips and all the things that you win, you know, in the different countries and that kind of stuff. Yeah. My daughter would never go with me. Okay. She would rather stay home, and so the person that I hired, she would walk to the bus stop and skip school basically oh okay um, okay so that was part I mean that was a lot of rebelliousness things that went on yeah even um, back as a teenager she oh, gosh, was yes. rebellious definitely yeah definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: um just kind of has that personality would you say she's yeah a well more... she's
2: you know she she's resentful well part of it i not resentful I would that's not the right term um you know she felt like she could never measure up to me
1: because uh, you were
2: so successful or because I became successful but I yeah. wasn't successful when I started when sure. she and I when we were by ourselves you know I did the 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 secretarial the admin the working with the doctors that kind of stuff Just I did get by the job yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, paycheck, was there a period paycheck, of
0: time before you found success
2: in your career where you were struggling and where it was oh, hard? yes yes and 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 part of it you know that I put the whole to me, the whole beginning of it was when her father and I separated um, and that uh, her self-esteem was, you know, in the toilet, basically, mm-hmm. because her dad always said he was coming to get her and never showed up. Uh, so I tried to be the mom and the dad and, mm-hmm. and I, I can only be. Good so long, and then I give in. Right. <laughs> oh, for sure. I had yeah. no one there to go. Don't do that. That's right. That's no, right. and you're just and doing the best you can. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, she got in with um, a group of children, and, and uh, when she was 13, I think it was. I used to have two cars. One was a van, and one was a sports car, and uh, it was an older one. But anyway, um, she would take my car mm-hmm. <laughs> while I was at work. Oh, as a 13 year old, right? Yeah. yeah oh, right. Awesome. how old was she? 13, Oh, yeah. 12, 13, something like that, and take her buddies and go somewhere mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't get home. And the only thing that ever gave her away is when she hit the garage and tore the mirror off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I came out to say, um, <clears throat> how did this happen? Oh, the bicycle fell off right yeah right yes Uh so you
0: didn't buy that you oh no not at all and so that
2: started the whole
1: process that's Um, so gutsy i just i'm thinking of my 13 year old he would have no idea
2: how to drive a car that's gutsy they were already i mean she was courageous that group well with that and then the people that she was hanging around with she was already into um smoking pot yeah Mm -hmm. and so then um the rest of the folks i mean this is uh, you can go on and on with this story i mean just yeah but um I ended up taking her one day when she was getting very belligerent and that type of thing, just a real uh, push on, on authority. And um, so I loaded her up in the car one day and drove to Fairbanks, which is a, um, I think it was Fairbanks. I'm not sure which place I went to, uh, but it was uh, uh, for drug addiction. Okay. Oh. It was an intervention basically. Yeah. I did. So they kept her for two weeks and then, you know, we didn't talk for the next whatevers, but mm-hmm. it, she had been in a couple of Rehab facilities and they just really, you know, once you choose a life, it's you've got to make your own choice. Yeah, it's hard. I can't mm-hmm. make it for you. That's but... right.
0: And this was in high school at this point.
2: Yeah. Okay. So then um, she was still going in trouble. So I moved to the north side of Indianapolis and I put her in a private high school with very affluent children yeah. in there. And they were just. In the same boat she was in, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just that higher, higher level of living, (laughs) higher standard of living. Sure. So maybe instead of
0: smoking pot, they're now doing cocaine, right? Because they can afford to.
2: They can afford to, right? So uh, I basically bought her high school education Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and got her out of that. I said, "You're, you know, release getting that, yeah, that type of a thing." and you know, she ran away from home, um, mm-hmm. and then before she was 18, and, and I kind of regret getting into the system, because once you put them into the system that they are a runaway, they're in the system forever, and so yeah. it, it doesn't, yeah, it, it it was a downhill slide from there, and okay. we had a lot of so issues So when you with say that.
0: by the system, that means you notified in the the court police. system, yes. Okay. Yes. That so she was a runaway. Did they find her,
2: bring her back, uh, or? They arrested her. They did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when they found her, but...
1: Well how I mean like how would you know I'd I'd call the police too Me if too. my kid was run away. And well,
2: I chased I chased her down where she she jumped out the second story window. Oh my goodness! <laughs> of your
1: house? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: In my old days, at my other house, when she was smaller, I planted barberry bushes outside her window <sighs> so she couldn't escape. And then I had to have surgery on my hand, and now my hand because when I put the barberry bush in, one of the thorns went into my oh, tendon. Geez. Oh jeez. So then no. now I'm having trouble with this. I now have a trigger finger on oh, this same no. one, so I'm going to have surgery again. But. Oh. <laughs> Oh, dear. Jeez. Then I ended up just nailing her door, her window shut. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, so yeah. you got to
0: do what you got to do sometimes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell me how you,
1: how do you feel about yourself at that season of life? You know, I have a lot of just thoughts of, oh. it seems like you're you're telling it like, you know, a you're telling us the facts, matter of facts, but I'm sure no. it wasn't so matter of fact. Oh, no, I,
2: I was... Uh, I, I don't guess you would say depression or whatever, because yeah. I felt everything's my fault. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I did this, I didn't do this. I should have sure. got, spent more money on the house. I should have moved to a d- better neighborhood. I should have whatever. All the have, would oh have could have. Of, of yeah, parents. We, we always that do that to ourselves. Right. Right? And so I went through a lot of that. Yeah. And, um, did you
1: have people in your life to walk with you during that time? Or is mm, not a lot no. kind of by yourself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. isn't that interesting? Cause you know, from the outside you can look and say, you, you could have done all those same things with a different kid, and it would have been a totally different story, right? right? So not? you can't blame it on the circumstance, but every single mom would do the exact same thing.
2: Oh, well, <laughs> you know, to you go through out. enough self-help stuff and, and mm-hmm. talk to counselors or whatever to get over that issue. Mm-hmm. And um, when she started with all of the drugs, I was really blaming myself oh, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. that. And for yep feeling very negative about myself. But then when I, um, when I got into recruiting, it was, and it was just one of these things that I had used this recruiter before helping us trying to staff some things. Hmm. And she kept on me to come work for her. Um, and the last time I had used her, I was working in a not-for-profit, uh, girls incorporated. Hmm. Uh, so it's very empowering for young ladies. Um, and so I know all that background too. So it's the rah, rah, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, but, um, So anyway, I finally said okay. So I went to work, and but I started spending. I had to spend a lot of hours because it takes about two years to get a desk established Hmm. Uh, as a recruiter. This is not a recruiter for a corporation. This is you're on your own. You find the job and you fill the job. Got it. Okay. Whereas Mm -hmm. corporations will have them, and basically they're just an HR. Yes. Going yeah. through people that apply. No, I have to go in and, and recruit and find and talk people into coming in. To yeah, so you bo- you
0: both have to create the relationship with the business who's hiring, and right. then you have to find the employees to fill those positions. Right, and yeah. the business
2: paid us, not...
0: That's that. right, not the employees. So, Interesting.
2: Yeah, it was fun. It was, yeah. What was the really? name of that company? Uh, it was Management Recruiters International. Okay. MRI is a uh, an international organization. Okay. Uh, they have since closed down all their company offices because that's who I worked for. It was a company office. Okay. And they sold franchises. Oh. So after I worked a desk for 10 years, then um, after they sold the company offices, I went to work or stayed with the company, but they started selling franchises. And when the people had to buy the, I don't know, $100,000 or whatever it was for a franchise fee... Then my boss and myself and a couple other people, we would go in and teach the class, oh, wow. or part of the class, and mm-hmm. then we were, we were basically their mother f- for the next two years. So yes. I worked east coast to the west coast, okay, uh, on phones and in airplanes going back and forth That's to wow. sit with them and help them improve and teach them how. To you are training them yeah. how to do it, right. Yeah, right. and so to so become w- successful. Hmm. what
0: part of your, like, what was this in your 40s, your 30s? What oh,
2: was it? Let's see, when I did 95, um, I started that in 95, so I would have been, uh, I know, 93, so I was 43. Okay. Um,
0: so your career is really starting
2: to Yeah, It was launch. beginning to really take off. Mm-hmm. And so my first year, I was the National Rookie of the Year. Wow. Right? Yeah, which was, I, I just can't believe it. That, so that,
1: you're having these interesting things happen, right? You're having this... Personal success, which has got to feel really awesome at the same time you're having this family, right? Probably mm-hmm. feeling oh, like it a was, failure, it was awful, and, yes, mm-hmm.
2: with the drugs and the running away and whatever. I just poured myself more into my work, sure, sure. so I wouldn't have to focus on mm-hmm. the issues that were at home, mm-hmm. of course. And she had one child and it was at my house <laughs> later, it's, yeah, um, anyway, so they stayed with me for a while and then I supported her to move out to get a home or to get an apartment uh, with that child to try to get her life together. Um, She didn't stay employed very long because of um, the pot, basically. Um, And then I had had that that child, the oldest child, uh, for a couple of years. And then because I was being so involved in what I was doing at work, I didn't have the time or space back and forth. So my ex-husband took and his wife took, the child, oh, okay. until they were seven. I think he was seven. He's just now starting college. But okay. uh, uh, he was seven. And then the father, who had been out of the picture because he had been in trouble, okay, came back into the picture to try to get what? custody, mm-hmm. whatever. So he sort of did what he was supposed to do. Then, yeah. then my ex-husband contracted cancer. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. And so it was just one you know, and I still, I was yeah. on the airplanes and I just couldn't, couldn't do it yeah. financially. Right. And so anyway, then he eventually went back to his dad and he's, he's been a very good student. He's, he's going to um, college in Indiana on a scholarship. So I'm really awesome. proud of him. So there's a success story a happy, there. Happy, happy end ending. on that one. Yes. yes good. And, and in fact, his birthday's in a couple of days. So. Okay. So are you in touch very with cool. him, Susan? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm not that often because his father didn't want me around oh. yeah. because of my daughter. Okay. Sure. And has
0: he, has his father since straightened out his life? And, yes. Okay.
2: Yes. I believe so. Okay. I believe so as much as I know. Yeah. And I think, it's you know, the, it's, the grudge has kind of softened some. That's or sure. Whatever. But I don't see him that often and I couldn't never call him. And okay. I could only talk to him when we went over to his grandmother's house. Oh. So does he have a relationship at all with your daughter? Uh, they're starting back up. Are they? Huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. It just started. Now that he's okay. going to college, it's going to start. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, so that's then, also tricky
1: so many layers for that kiddo to try to figure out right yeah. oh my goodness, so. goodness. yes mm-hmm. yes cool.
0: so maybe flat so maybe kind of jump us ahead now to yeah, to the next group well, yeah <laughs> so i won't i'll never forget reed my son coming home and he jacob must have started at oakwood fourth grade year uh, yes okay and i don't think they were in class together so mm-hmm. i didn't hear a ton about jacob that year but then reed and jacob were in class fifth grade Mm -hmm. and became friends. Mm -hmm. And I remember Reed coming home and saying, yeah, mom, Jacob, they'd call him Mm bogey. (laughs) Bogey is this fun kid and mom, his, his mom's in prison. And he lives with his grandma and grandpa and he calls them mom. And that was, Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. amazed that Jacob so very openly and honestly shared that with his friends. That's when you're that age Mm -hmm. and kids can be so unkind Mm -hmm. and they can be so judging For him to have the guts to do that. And I immediately thought, I bet his grandma and grandpa have empowered him to tell that story fearlessly, which is super cool. Thank you. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about how Jacob and Zane came
2: into the picture? Right. I, I mean, t- you got to own it because if they're going to talk, give the story mm. up front. Don't let the mm-hmm. story be embellished by someone else that's not correct. Yeah. Uh, I've been a- a- approached at school by kids. Okay. Uh, yesterday, in fact, when I was picking up Zane, who is now seven, mm-hmm. uh, one of his classmates was running by and said, You're Zane's grandma. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're adopting him? And I said, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what we're working on. Yeah, so, well, and you can,
1: mm-hmm. and then if you're upfront with it, right? If you're like, "This is our story," it can be celebrated instead of oh, sure, if you're sure. quiet and you say, "We don't talk about this." Then it becomes shame, right? But it doesn't need to be shame. It can be the celebrated thing. Like, look, I'm wanted mm-hmm. by my grandma. Wants me. Yeah,
2: well, I'm not just an accident. I'm I'm wanted. Yeah, that's right. it's, you know anybody can have a baby. It's what you want to do with that child, sure, yes. and raise them or not. Yeah, but, uh, I love
1: that you have that
2: posture of let's tell
1: it because I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Well, things in, kept in the dark can be
2: really. Nasty. Nasty. it but is in the and, light you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's happened with um my daughter and and the story that i've raised the children on is that she made bad choices mm-hmm. that's all it is they don't need to know everything and anything that went on and all the things and the yeah. horror yeah. stories that went along with it mm-hmm. it's just that mommy made bad choices mm-hmm. yeah and now she's paying for it mm-hmm. so and she's currently where she is currently incarcerated in federal prison in illinois in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how long has she been there for? Uh she went she went into the federal system in March of 2015. Okay. But that was the beginning of it was a large raid that they had done and she was like in the middle of mm. all of that. So okay. the upper people got less time than <gasps> she got really? because if you turn over enough information, oh, yeah. you get less time. Okay. Somebody so you,
1: else was just telling us right telling us that Right. I was just hearing that like you, de- oh, I know I, it wasn't at somebody on this podcast, but a little different, but m- majority of people on death row, your daughter's not on death row. That's no. not what I'm saying. No. But, um, are I've only had one offense because, uh, the people who have multiple offenses can get out of death row because they have info on other people. Like so the they can always make a plea deal, deal down because they can rat out other people. Right. But the, People who are actually getting on death row have only committed one major offense. It was most, mostly like a moment of rage. It's kind of the same thing, right? So she was in the middle. She didn't have.
2: Oh, she was a distributor. And she was. She used this had to do with drugs. Drugs, yes. yes. Okay. Right. But them. she okay. didn't. She was the ringleader,
1: so she couldn't no, she pass wasn't. on the information of all these other people to get a plea
2: deal. It's kind of no, the same. No, she thing. didn't even know the people up above. Okay. Interesting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then they, you know, flipped on some. Others flipped on others. And yeah. She went on down the the thing, and so she got 10 years, Okay. okay. and her boyfriend um, got 10 years. Okay. Um, is he in the same institution as she is, or something no, they, different? No, they're different. He's okay. in Alabama, but we're trying to get him up here to Wisconsin, because he is, He's. I mean, if he wouldn't have made these bad choices, he is a wonderful, wonderful man. Okay. Sure. Um, and he calls Zane every Wednesday and every Sunday. Wow. Religiously. Religiously. Mm-hmm. Zane's own father we haven't talked to in over 650 days.
0: Oh, so this, gen- wow. this daughter's boyfriend who's in prison is not Zane's biological father? No, not at all. Does he call Jacob too, or what's yeah, the relationship? they both get on the phone. They okay. get on the phone, right. But did they, wow. did, well, you, okay, so Jacob let me back have, up. Jacob, okay. you brought home from the hospital, and why did you know that you needed, why was that allowed? Why was your daughter not going to take him? Explain that.
2: She was, in, <laughs> she had gotten into trouble, uh, a police officer had stopped her, and or they were, she and another person were stopped at a, in a parking lot mm-hmm. smoking pot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The cop came up, there was a gun in the car mm-hmm. and, um, she got out and kicked the gun under the, you know, under the car, whatever. And then she, uh, we went through all the attorneys and so on and so forth. And she was basically going to just get a slap on the wrist. Cause it was the first time she'd ever been, you know, uh, arrested. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it would have been like a suspended sentence or, or whatever. Well, The day that we had arranged all this to happen for her court date for her to be there and and what we'd already been told, what the plea deals that you could make, yeah. Um, she didn't show. Oh, Oh, geez. And was she pregnant at the time? uh Okay. So she went on the run. Oh, Oh, gosh. And so she was on the run. No, I'm sorry. She wasn't pregnant at the time. She went on the run. She cut off her ankle bracelet and went on the run. Wow. And, um, she, have you talked to her about why? Was she just scared or? Scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scared, not, f- you know, feeling that it's whatever. I'm uh, not going to work out. It's not, they're not going to hold true. I don't want to be totally. or Whatever. So anyway, when they finally found her, she had, she went through her pregnancy and so she hid mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is, Zane and Jake have the same biological father. Okay. Okay. So she was with him. Well, he got picked up like the month before she delivered. Okay. All right. I mm-hmm. took her to the hospital, and some, and she had been on one of those America's Most Wanted. You know, where they show people that are no way. Yeah, yeah, they do that. They her, you know, for whatever reason, just because she had been on the run. Yeah. Okay. So she delivered a C-section. Okay. Mm. Now, what,
0: how was she not incarcerated yet if she was they back? hadn't been caught? But you knew where she was. Right. Got it. Right. And were police hounding you? Were they wondering? I,
2: mean, I didn't know where she was all the time. Okay. I just, I mean, she'd call me, but she'd I didn't base. know where she was staying. She'd okay. at least let me know she was breathing. Okay. So, um, so I went to the hospital or she called me, she was at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so I went down to be there with her mm-hmm. and she had issues with delivering Zane there or with Jacob and, um, he was transverse and okay. some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, so anyway, um. Uh, They got her into emergency C-section. So I went in with her for Jacob to be born. Mm -hmm. And then I left that morning like at four o'clock. And she delivered at 3.30 or something, whatever. And went home to take a shower and bring back her clothes, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it was the next day. Someone had turned her in. And the police came. And I wasn't even there yet. Oh, geez. Uh, So they were taking her out in a wheelchair at the time. And they took her to downtown Marion County jail, which is awful. That's in
0: Indianapolis. Still. In
2: Indianapolis. She had a C
1: section the day before.
2: Yeah, they, yeah. Wow. And so then they put her in a facility that's first of all very filthy. Mm. But second of all, no meds, nothing.
0: Oh my gosh. No, not even aspirin. Oh. oh wow!
2: And so then they, when they walk you across the street, and, and so I'm complaining everywhere because she ended up getting infections and stuff. Mm. Um, but this whole not-
0: time, is Jacob still at the oh, hospital? no,
2: Jacob's at the hospital. Forgot, mm-hmm. back about. Beep beep beep. <laughs>
0: um,
2: <laughs> Jacob's at the hospital. They're taking her. I'm calling an old boss of mine that was in because I was in politics for a while, and help, getting his help to get an emergency guardianship. Okay, granted custody, to you. Custody, right. So he doesn't get sent to some foster care home the next Correct. day. So oh I could gosh. take him home from the hospital. Wow. Okay. Wow. So now I'm,
0: I'm amazed that you had the peace of mind and the knowledge to do oh, that. I don't even too. know where I'd start with that. <laughs> so.
2: so I'm zip-zipping everywhere and doing whatever I need to do. So then yeah. the older, the oldest brother happened to be with me also because I, he was with me to go see his mother at the hospital. Oh, her first son. Yes, her first son. So now I've got him. And so he and I went and picked up Jacob. Wow. How old was he at the time? Six. He was six. Let me think here. Jacob was 2012. He's 12. Oh, you know, he would have been older than he would have been 12, 11. Okay. Okay. So,
1: um, wow. And you're trying to figure out how to help get help for your daughter who's right, now in Right, to get help this.
2: because she's whatever. So yeah. then, right. and now they I can't talk to her. Mm-hmm. They've got her, you know, I mean, I've had a section. I know, <laughs> I'm sure there's not too many women that can't say, I know what all these things feel like. Uh-huh. Right. But, you know, the old shuffle that you do where you're bent over and yes. you can't stand up straight. Uh-huh. Well, they chained her. She had to go to court because you have to make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they make them walk through the tunnels underneath Indianapolis from the jail to whatever uh-huh. she's chained to men mm. so she has to keep up yeah. with these men with no meds and fresh stitches oh gosh that seems just, very inhumane it does. It is. i just am really oh, i was shocked awful. okay so i went through oh yeah i know i didn't do big i mean good, on did. tv
1: they put like a guard out of your room outside your room at the hospital and you get to recover yeah. even, uh, when right. you're That's a terrorist on tv, sure. like, on yeah. TV yeah. i know on just... tv doesn't it no <laughs> yeah oh man yeah
2: so anyway So then she went to the system for 18 months. Okay. And so I was raising Jacob. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, we lived in Lawrenceburg at the time. And she was down in Madison, which was about an hour and 10 minutes from our house. Okay. So every weekend, I would take Jacob down to see her. Wow. Hmm. And I was trying very hard not to bond with Jacob because she was getting out in a year and a half. And I wanted to continue to be the grandma and not... The mom, totally, and it's very hard line not to cross. Oh, when you've got I this beautiful infant in your arms, yeah, and they're helpless. All and, right, yeah. And so you know the, the crossover, whatever else. So, were hey, you still anyway.
1: working full time? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, like days before she has the baby, it's still not on your radar. You're about to be a guardian for this. Right. It was like that fast. Right. Somebody turns her in, and you have to decide. Right. I'm mm-hmm. getting this baby. Right. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So there wasn't a preparation or anything. No, are right. you just in like go mode at this time? Or, yeah, uh-huh. you don't even have time to you process. You probably don't even
0: have baby gear <laughs> at home. Right. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. No crib, no. no diapers, nothing. No. Yeah. Nothing. Wow.
2: Wow. You're so, courageous. And you,
0: you were still a single mom at that time? No, I was married at the time. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, and um, in fact, I was going through... Let's see, when we brought Jacob home. I still lived in... I hadn't... I wasn't in Lawrenceburg yet. I was in Indianapolis and... Jacob was born in August, and in December I was in Lawrenceburg. Okay, so, so and moving and and so moving and but I was also traveling and whatever else. Yeah. so Then I would take. So then what happened? So I said, "This story just keeps going, getting better." <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to take. I enlisted my husband's sister for the first six weeks because I had no clue what I was going to do with right. this baby when I'm sure. trying to do all this and to get everything just rolling. Yeah, you don't give maternity
1: right. leave or. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Of that stuff. Yeah. I it's. Yeah, I didn't work my way up to this pregnancy. Correct. I just sort of was here. Yeah. Shocker. Um, so anyway, uh, his sister helped me uh, immensely and his family helped us. And uh, so anyway, when we got down to uh, Lawrenceburg, her father was involved with us as well. And so because I traveled through the week I would take, and then he was an hour and a half, two hours away from us. Okay. So on Sunday. This is your daughter's My daughter's father. Okay. So on Sunday night, I would drive Jacob to go meet him halfway. Okay. And then he would take Jacob for the week. Yeah. Because they had a sitter over there that they used for their other son or Mm -hmm. for, for, Jacob's older brother, yes, they, yeah, it was all they're basically all family, you know what yes. in small towns, you know how it is. It's yep. yeah. So anyway, then Zane or I'm sorry, then Jacob would go over there and spend the week. Okay. And then I would go back and pick him up Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then bring him home, leave Saturday, drive down to Madison so she could see him, wow. come back wow. Saturday night, do all my laundry, get ready to go on the road again, yeah. take him back to meet mm-hmm. my ex-husband on yeah. Sunday night. And then <laughs> Do it all over again.
0: Madison, Wisconsin?
2: Madison, um, Indiana.
0: Oh, okay. That's where she was incarcerated. Yes. Okay.
2: So that was an hour and a half one direction. He was an hour and a half the other direction that uh, that my ex-husband was. Wow. I bet that's a blur
1: of a phase of life. Does that just feel like a blur?
2: (laughs) Oh, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was hills and everything else, and (laughs) we had a lot of snow and ice. Mm. Sure. So it was, yeah, it was just a fun, fun time. How's your daughter? Oh, go ahead, Cece.
0: I was just going to say... So your daughter is incarcerated at this, time, at this and, time, and you still at this point are thinking this is a temporary situation. Correct. Okay. Correct. So at what point did it become obvious that this was going to be It'll a long be term? Um,
2: she, when she got out, she came to live with me, and, and Tommy's, um, Jake's father came to live with me. They both got out of jail. Okay. And, or had been out of jail, or what, who, know, I can't keep track of all the time. Do you remember how work, old yeah. Jake was at the time? yeah. Uh, well, let's see. She was one and a half, two and a, two, two, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, we tried to give him a place to live and yeah. uh, employment and so on and so forth. Well, she didn't want to stay in the small town because she wanted to get back to the big town and mm-hmm. still hang around with where she shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, she went back, Jake went with her after a while, under Uh, I didn't want to do it, but it was one of those, you got to do it. You got to give her a shot, give her a shot, you know, see that she's doing what Mm -hmm. she's doing. Well, I knew things when I always knew when she avoided me and didn't take any of my calls, she was doing something she shouldn't be doing because she knew that I would be able to tell that she was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so through all the issues and then the Jacob's father was very physical to her and, and uh, beat her up a few times and, and so forth. And, um, so anyway, uh, I had been back over to where she was and, you know, I'd been suspecting all the drugs and heavier drugs and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, um, it was on his birthday when he turned three, I believe mm. it was when he was three. I think, I think that's when it was, but anyway, yeah. when he was three, I went over to pick him up for his birthday and I didn't take him back. Okay. Because and I found needles in her room. Oh okay. gosh. So at that point she was I doing said, that's it. it. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. And, you know, those aren't mine. Those, yeah, 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 yeah. And when you saw Jake, did you, did he look like he'd been... No, he wasn't physically abused, no. Okay. Nothing. He no. looked cared for. He, he was... was... Oh, yeah. She she put herself out for anything that she... She's... That's one thing. She, she always took him. care of her children. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he never neglected them at mm-hmm. all. mm mm-hmm. um, but they can't be. But that neglected unsafe. them by neglecting herself. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good way, way to it. say it. Yeah, that's a great way to say it. Did she fight for him, or she? She was angry with me, but yeah. that was the drugs speaking, of course. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so then um, we started uh, adoption when Jake was five. Okay. Uh, the adoption process, and because I already had the guardianship, mm-hmm. and the biological father fought me from prison, oh, uh-huh. and that took two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that... And very expensive.
0: I'm sure. And I can't wait for this next one. Oh, gosh. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So you... So he fought you. Do you think it was just because he wanted to... He he never Did he have a
2: heart for Jacob? Did he want to actually be a father? Oh, that's what he said. He wanted to be a father, but he had never lived with Jacob, but maybe two weeks. Okay. And he had this history of abuse with your daughter. So was it...
0: Did it take so long because there was a burden of proof to prove that he was not fit for that? Or
2: No, we just kept on going because he was on a year-and-a-half cycle. They kept going back to prison, basically, Okay. Um, through mm-hmm. uh, parole violations and so okay. on and so forth. That, that's his normal history, which is he's back in again. So. Okay. Um, oh, so hard. So you have yeah. to just jump through the hoops
1: right you can't right. just and
2: because they weren't married it at least made it a little easier than okay. we could prove you know yeah no financial support no nothing's nothing, nothing was happening kind of yeah right right did and your daughter sign away her rights yes she did okay because she knew it was better for jacob to be yeah. adopted that's and, commendable on her part oh for okay. right? sure, sure and and she's willing to, to sign zane away not away but yeah to, to be Taken adopted mm-hmm. and so that tommy can't do anything to him i mean mm-hmm. that, that's our whole point um I took early retirement, so I'm on Social Security. So my big O okay. income that I used to have is not here anymore. Uh, right. And um, uh, so that's what I live off of. So okay. since I never have received any support for Zane or Jacob, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, by adopting them, I can put them on my Social Security. Okay. Oh, okay. So at least I get something to help me with these boys that are so expensive. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, when you have children, yeah. when you're younger, you have children so that you're working and you take care of it and you yeah. planned it to right. have that. Uh, when you're on retirement, you end up spending your, what you have saved to retire to cover what you can't cover on Social Security. That's Which. Right. Now, my husband, I mean, granted, my husband has a great job. Okay. But you know, you, there's only so much you can do. Totally. And your husband, he was there for all of this. All of this right? Yes. And we,
0: was there ever a point where he was like, man, I did not sign up for this? Yeah. No, or, no, okay. it's all
2: him. You know, he believes that mm. the boys, the, uh, here's the rest of that story. <laughs> <laughs> we can really beat, beat this one back. Um My husband and I have been married before.
1: Oh, okay. Oh,
2: and we were, <laughs> we were married, um, golly, in the 70s, no, 80s. And we didn't stay married very long. There was a lot of issues and so on and so forth. And he was okay. raising his daughter. Okay. And who happened to also be named Amanda. So we had oh. two And your daughter's, daughter's name is Amanda. So. Amanda. Oh, oh my, so my goodness. We had two Amandas. So we called my Amanda Fred. But <laughs> Okay. Anyway, we got divorced. But then I didn't see him for 19 years. Okay. Right? Wow. Now this is before Jacob came into the picture. Mm-hmm. I was on a, one of the training sessions and we I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He lived in Kentucky. I lived in Indianapolis, and we were both in Chicago at the uh, at the Omni Hotel. Um, and and even, you ran into each other, or you? Yeah, he, he came down the elevator. I was standing out in my ah. power blue suit. Uh, <laughs> in my power blue suit, I love it. <laughs> yeah, my blue suit. It was my power yeah. suit. Uh, anyway, it's <laughs> that royal blue, and you really make a statement. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, at the times when I. <clears throat> used to look like something <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh you're beautiful but anyway, thanks but anyway the uh, anyway he comes out of the elevator and I look at him and I'm thinking man that looks like Bo <laughs> and he looked at me and thought oh that looks like but then he said nah we're no hot you know he had no clue where I was oh and hysterical. so he goes into the bar because he was the district guy taking all of his other people mm-hmm. to to a Chicago Cubs game okay so you're
1: not even there for the same conference or anything no you just happened to be in the same hotel
2: yes love so it i watched him walk into the bar and so i excused myself from talking to my other bosses <laughs> and went up to the front desk and said do you have a bogartis registered here <laughs> now they're not supposed to tell you no, that, right? that's right. right it was a suit man it was the blue yeah. suit. That did it. <laughs> that's right and they told me yes i said okay you, Thank I you don't need a room don't need anything just okay we marched myself into the bar Tapped him on the shoulder because he had his back to me. Yeah. He turned around, and we've been together ever since. Oh, my gosh. Is it,
0: that is <laughs> amazing. That's not just chance. I feel like that was no, meant it was fate to happen. And, and that's, what, that's no. the way
2: Beau feels about it. God brought us back together yeah. yes. so that we could take care of these boys. Oh, oh Which is awesome.
1: really sweet because he doesn't have to <laughs> no. do that and have that attitude. No. That's amazing. No.
2: And so
0: I no. don't think we covered this, but I think it will help give some perspective. How old were you and your husband when Jacob came into the picture?
2: Jacob was born in 2007, so I would have been what? Uh, I was born in 53, so. uh, You were in your 50s. That's high math. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I'm just thinking, again, like, the picture of everyone's life—I shouldn't say everyone's. I think a lot of people yes. envision a okay. I'm going to raise my children. By the time mm-hmm. I'm in my 50s, I know my husband—that's my I feel freedom this coming.
2: Way. We are like party,
0: mm-hmm. in um, 50s. That's what I was
2: planning on. We were we. Uh, my husband and I, when we got back together, um, and then we bought a house down in Lawrenceburg because we had his 14-year-old son with us. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's my middle family there. Yeah, and his other son stayed in Kentucky with his mother. Okay, okay. and so. We chose a spot looking for education mm-hmm. where we were, but still close enough for Bo for where he worked. Yep. So we moved there. Well, Jacob was on went to all the houses that we went to look at in his little car seat as I'm dragging him around oh, in those wow. little carrier things, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, so we went, we found the house and we moved in and anticipating a year and a half while well, I was anticipating, sure. okay, right. the, the one son's 14. Okay. Four more years. He'll be out of here. We're just yeah. really cool on a retirement. We were on the fourth yeah. green, the fifth tee,
0: yeah. uh, uh-huh. beautiful
2: community, uh, huge basement, um, walkout. Yeah, the yep. grounds. Both of your careers are thriving,
0: kicking along. Right. Mm-hmm. All
2: doing great right and just mm-hmm. planning this little future and, and you know, in everything a, changes.
1: In about four years, we're going to be drinking coffee and playing golf. Right. Yeah. Right. So Surprise. that didn't, that changed no, because right. Jacob yeah.
2: ended up staying with us. So I made the entire downstairs. Well, first of all, Sean was in high school and was in football. That's how he okay. got okay. a scholarship to college. Okay. And um, so all his football buddies would be over at our house. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the coolest downstairs. I mean, it was no beams, nothing. It was one big open basement. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know, 40 feet one way and 20 yeah. some feet the other way. Uh-huh. And so I had a big screen TV and a wraparound mm-hmm. couch. And then we had a, a, a full wet bar downstairs. And um, so his buddies came over and then we got a hot tubs, So they, all the football guys use the hot tub, you know, yeah. how that goes. Yeah. So they're bopping in and out all the time. Well, in the meantime, now... We got Jake, because he's getting a little bit older. Uh-huh. I turned the entire basement into a kid zone oh, because dear. it's wintertime, and I don't have any – I'm the only player in this game of yeah. no friends here. Right, uh-huh. right. Yeah. It's a retirement sort of place. Okay. And uh, so I put a pirate wall down there to climb and a oh, slide, and we had a trampoline, wow. and we had um, the big screen TV, of course, for all – and then we had drums to beat on, and wow. then we had the bar so you could play – you know serve service mm, yes. and so on and so forth right and then we had there was something else oh the pool table we had a pool table and a ping pong table too. i mean it wow. sounds like every kid's dream yeah oh it was and Fun. so he it's had amazing. a blast you know yeah. doing yeah. that stuff but anyway so that was, that he was raised our
0: there school. up until second third grade uh was that was at his house no
2: then we moved to indianapolis oh. because um well we we were there uh when jacob was born right and we stayed there we'd already lived there But anyway, whatever. I can't can't get on my dates straight. We were there for eight years, I think it was. Um, So Did Zane come in that time as well? No. Not yet. Um, He did at the tail end. Got it. So then at the tail end of it, when in 2015, uh, when I got Zane, then uh, after a year into it, they started getting some kids in the neighborhood because as a turnover of people selling to go live to Florida or Arizona or whatever, they started to come in, but it wasn't enough. And uh, Bo was gone all the time, and, and we just needed, I said, i got to have some family help here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell you the part about, um, I was doing, ke- we did kettle corn on the side. We were, had a kettle corn business. Oh, neat. Oh. Yeah, it was fun. But I did that, I, I recruited fun. all that, because in 2010, yeah, whatever, I don't remember my dates, but anyway, we did kettle corn on the weekends, and I had set us up to do that. Well, I had to take... <laughs> Then I had to drive to Indianapolis to drop Jake off for the weekends on the weekends that we were going to work and then go back on Sunday. So 100 miles there, 100 miles back, then 100 miles on Sunday to pick him up and 100 miles back so you can go to school. Yeah. Yeah. So my little car. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of miles. My best friend. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, then when we had Zane and I found out that I was definitely going to be keeping Zane, I said, I cannot raise two children on my own with you working as much. Oh, we've got to have family. I've got to have some kind of help. Yeah. yeah. So we moved to in Indianapolis okay. and he took a job where he was traveling Monday through Friday. Okay. okay. Unfortunately, driving up here to Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. he started, part of it was in here, but he had a regional district, so he was. Okay. Around. And, um. So then we moved, uh, we moved Indianapolis and we got started there. And then that's when the biological father came back in the picture when he got out of prison and when we were trying to do all these other things. And it's just been one disaster after another. Uh So
0: Jake was already yours legally at that time, but now the biological father's back in the picture and he's trying to make trouble with Zane.
2: With Zane, because he wants Zane. Okay. He was married to him. He and Amanda got married. And the only reason that they got married, I found out later, because I said, please don't marry him you know, whatever. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. did it without I wasn't there. And, was that her parole person or probation person or whatever they're called yeah. told her that the only way that she could hang around with Tommy was if they were married. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Yeah, he was a convict too or something. Because yeah. felons can't hang. Yet. Yeah,
0: we know that from yeah. a previous interview. So
2: right. But so okay. if they, they, do, married, they, they do they do anyway, get... but oh, just of course. getting caught is the whole thing. She get in trouble. It. That's right. So anyway, she married him and and so when she got pregnant with Zayn he didn't stick her. I mean, he he already had a new girlfriend when Amanda found out she was pregnant. Oh, okay, and so there was no support for her. Yeah, and um, anyway, they were married. So but that makes
1: it more complicated. Very complicated to process. try to get
2: Zane because now it's illegal because he has rights as a father. Yeah.
0: Okay,
2: he had never signed anything. He wasn't there for birth. He wasn't there for financial support. He wasn't there for anything, which is what I'm going through now. Yeah, uh, but he he still had according to Indiana, rights, you right. know. So yeah. everybody got
0: a right. Um, so how were you able to move to Wisconsin with him? From- oh, he,
2: he tried to, yeah, we okay. had issues with that. But what mm-hmm. happened was Bo, took, Bo got another promotion, Okay, and that's why we came up here. Okay. He had the opportunity for the promotion, and the promotion was so that he could be home more okay. because he was traveling Monday through Friday. Well, yeah. he, that's not giving him any quality time with these boys. That's right. right. and so And they're wanting him home. So mm-hmm. we took the job here. So we were in Indianapolis just about two years. Okay. And then we moved up here. It, it. seems like a two-year cycle. We've been here just a little over two years. We've already been approached, and uh, uh, we're not going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're here. We're done. This yeah. where you
0: want the boys to stay. I
2: love it here. I love it here. Okay. Um, everybody is so friendly. Mm. And the, oh, the I, you know couple months of cold, big deal. I'm not going anywhere anyway, you know. Yeah, yeah. I have a beautiful (laughs) glass room that I can sit and watch the snow and I can sit inside with my little fireplace and wave at them while they're up to their eyeballs in snow. That's right. Yeah. And which is fun. Yeah, and you know the improvision of some of the things that we've done to to you take your snorkel gag- goggles outside to be your ski goggles because I never yeah. got any before <laughs> and now yeah. I know you need them now we have them but yeah the first yeah, year yeah. I didn't know that <laughs> right. totally yeah, yeah so it was pretty funny
1: so tell me about your relationship with your daughter now is it it's I talk
2: to her every day wow. I have my daughter back again wow. um, basically that she's the, she's the funny hmm. uh, interesting smart young lady that she was when I raised her. Yeah. Because now that she's been incarcerated for how many years? Uh see since, well, she's been incarcerated since 2015. Okay. And that was on a, a year on hold sitting in a, in a county jail because oh of this big, big yeah. to do. Okay. Everybody has to do all their plea deals first yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you don't get to go into the, the true system into the federal system until... And- you go to court well that just keeps getting postponed So, does that
0: first year count towards her sentence i hope yes okay yes so she's been clean
2: she's been clean so she's my my kid she's your
0: she's your daughter she is so funny
2: she is she i just love her personality and everything Mm -hmm. about her um it's amazing the power the physical change
1: that drugs makes on people it's
2: amazing Mm. it's amazing what it does what it does to them yeah and I don't know if, because both of them were on drugs, what it changes in your genes or it doesn't change your genes, yeah. your DNA or whatever, mm-hmm, whatever it is
1: that mm-hmm.
2: makes children. But uh, we have some issues with Jake and we have some issues with Zane. So I yeah. don't know, you know, if it's from that or just a normal issues that you have sure. with children or not. So, and yeah. who knows if you'll ever really have the answer to that. And You won't. right? You won't. I mean, if you, right? you know... It, the the attention deficit, you know, mm-hmm. is is that from that? I mean, his, their father is. He has mm-hmm. ADD. He has or ADHD, and he has uh, oh, COPD, and he has. Mm. Uh, he's bipolar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so yeah, you know, and so how much it of it that stuff
1: is biological? How much of it's right. environmental? We'll right. you'll never figure that out right. for sure. Well, but fa-
2: to go back fifty more times, like I said, you guys going to know my entire life here, <laughs> this here listening to me. Um, um. Tom, uh, bleh, the boys' dad. His dad was a motorcycle guy.
1: Okay.
0: Like in a gang in a type gang, motorcycle, like guy. a motorcycle okay. club.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And pretty high up in the motorcycle mm. club, uh, he ended up getting diabetes and dying or something. There's all kinds of stories of how he died mm-hmm. and who helped him die or who didn't help him die. You know, oh, one wow. of those things. So where mm-hmm. you go with that one? No clue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so anyway. That's the way, and, and not to fault Tommy because of that, but that's where the environment he was raised. In. Sure, right. So and you can see the cycle.
0: Yes, continue. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can see if Jake and Zane would have been placed in foster care, there's it, it, there are so many unhappy endings in that scenario. Mm-hmm. And so right. I feel like you guys coming into the picture and owning the situation right. can really help break that cycle.
2: Well, we're very involved yeah. in church, mm-hmm. and we are you know we got the boys in sports. Yeah, and school and Mm -hmm. you know um the plan is when um once we get jake or zane adopted and all that issue taken care of um the plan is when when she and brian get out uh they're gonna move to wisconsin they're gonna get away from indianapolis even Mm -hmm. though he has a home that's paid for Mm -hmm. he had taken an old home and redone it Mm -hmm. all on the inside because he's very handy and all those Mm -hmm. things okay and um but they're going to move up here. Yep. Get away from the, people, the old people. Right. And yep. Unless you get away, you're not going to happen. And the, I've made the deal with them that I will keep the boys through school. Okay. They can go play Disneyland dad and mom on the mm. on the uh, summertime. Yeah. yeah. So that gives me the summer off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And especially
0: know. if they're nearby enough where you feel like you can... Kind of keep tabs on how things are going, right? And right,
2: but we, you know, and, sure. and that's just the plan. I have no clue how it's going to work out. Right. I yep. don't know. Um, but it may be every weekend with them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, it just you'll play that
1: by ear and see how they're doing and see yeah. what they can handle and what you can handle. And
2: right. Well, they have to get sounds... they have to get uh, gainful gainfully employed. Right. And sure. so, what does their their schedule sure. entail yeah, and allow yeah. for that? Yeah. Right. It feels very so, generous of you to even be
1: willing to let them in.
2: Oh, well, we, we talk to Amanda every day, yeah. and, uh, to both of them. And, you know, I'm not trying to replace them. I'm just trying to make sure that that the boys are fine. Yeah. That's my main concern. And right. I will never let anything happen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it comes down to, if they fall back into that old habit, then yep. I told her, you do it again, I'm done. I'm not, There's no more money, no monetary support to you. Yeah. I send her money every month hmm. to you. Yes. And it's part of my Social Security, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the inside of a prison is not exactly the greatest,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. does Brian, the boyfriend. He's mm-hmm. not the biological father, but he is willing to, and he is planning on Moving being her. a father to those boys right. should he have the
2: opportunity down the road. Correct. Okay. Correct. And he hasn't seen Zane since Zane was in diapers. Okay. Wow. Uh, but he's talked to him, and mm-hmm. Zane thinks of him as his dad. Okay. Uh, and they did everything together. Mm. Uh, you know, every two weeks you're getting a haircut, and he's just climbing up into the seat to get mm-hmm. the haircut together. They mm-hmm. shave together. You know how the yeah, little boys yeah. do with their that so in, yeah. so in fact zane just mentioned that the other day that i remember shaving with briny you know mm. yeah that kind of thing
0: so, so does um sorry um am
1: the boys call you mom and dad yes okay.
0: and do they have any recollection of time spent with amanda their biological mom or brian yes okay but it d- and does that feel traumatic to them or does that feel are those memories happy
2: uh the memories with amanda and what jake remembers is the fighting between Mm. uh, his father and his mother yeah okay and you know how she looked and what he did plus the drugs but he was Mm -hmm. only there for a few i mean i don't know how much he's remembered or how much he is just processing from the stories right right. yeah and then zane no he remembers everything he he's one of those he remembers the day of the raid when they came in
0: Oh. oh, was he living with Amanda at the time mm-hmm. when that He's happened? He's been through two FBI, no, three FBI raids.
2: Oh my goodness! Oh. All right. so, and he remembers those. So, oh, that's there, gonna well, be dogs his... and guns and, mm. and police and SWAT gear and yeah, stuff that's a like scary that. memory. Very. And we've gone through counseling for that too. Yeah, that's great. It's traumatic, yeah. absolutely. So um, wow, you it sounds just like you love those boys really well. Oh yes, we we adore them. Then that's awesome.
1: That's I do. love.
0: Um, Zane and Oli are on the same football team, and it literally brings tears to my eyes. I don't know why it would be any different, but I see you and your husband on the side, just like we are Mm -hmm. cheering on your boys. And Mm -hmm. I just, Mm. you've assumed that role. I'm sure not without a ton of hardship, but it's just, you're just any other parent out there cheering for your kids who are your grandkids, Mm -hmm. but you're raising them and you're doing a beautiful job. And
2: I just think it's so awesome. Oh, thank you. Well, when I take them anywhere, they'll go, okay, tell your grandma. And she goes, you're the grandma. I went, well, yeah. And I'm the mom too. Um, but we call, the boys call uh, Amanda mommy. And I'm mom. So that's oh, the difference. That's mom sweet. and mom. So we yeah. keep, keep it. And the boys call their biological father by his first name. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. And nothing else. And they call Bo dad. Okay. Wow.
0: And so. they have not. So, so I hope you don't anticipate biological father being part of the picture.
2: No, no. In fact, he just got arrested uh, a few weeks ago in a buy where he had purchased. Um, no, had, They're charging him with distribution of um, over a pound of meth in hmm. one instance, and then another one over X number of grams, whatever. So it's two controlled bias.
0: How do you get that information?
2: Uh, it's, <laughs> you know, it's one of these things that you look at when I talk to people, and they'll say, well, how'd you know that? Well, I'm so gl- sorry that I do know that. Yeah. Um, you know, you know the system, you know what happens, you know, I hate to have been exposed Mm-hmm. to all of that yeah uh, my father was a policeman so mm-hmm. you know it's that fine line between good bad and different you know yeah. mm-hmm. so i could never do anything because see i'm going back i tell you i talk in circles <laughs> uh, you know what the the area i grew up in i had the school principal two doors one way i had my in high school my trig teacher was two doors the other way mm-hmm. she played golf with my mother <laughs> Right and and uh, and your dad was a policeman. And my dad was a policeman, and everybody knew who I was. Yeah, and so he knew what I was doing before I could do it. Yeah, uh, so that was pretty crummy. But yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's the kind of life I lived. Yeah. So to have this happening, and so my dad was a policeman. Amanda's father was a state policeman, also. Oh wow! And so, and then her, his father was a policeman. Oh my goodness! So we've had three policemen, and so she just kind of went down the other way. She took yeah. the other path. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I say, it's, they say it's a fine line between police and criminals. So. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Very yeah. fine. Um. But anyway, I'm sorry. You were asking me about... See, I told you I talked... Well, I actually forgot
0: great. what I was asking, too. I think you answered it.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. So... It was, so yes. All I the just, mom and dad thing. That's what we were doing and who we were calling them and how we...
0: Yeah.
2: Did yeah. Wrong, I think.
1: So at this season of life, are you mm-hmm. feeling like people are in it with you and you're not as alone as you did... Back in the day, or is it just, it's been hard with the move? Where it's been very hard with the move. Yeah, Very
2: hard with the move. But not having any of my friends, because when I worked, all the people that I... Yeah, they were in it with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Through the mm-hmm. whole thing. And so, I mean, I still have the friends, but it, it, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you see them once or twice a year. You talk on the phone. We've separated. I mean, we've not talked as much as we used to. Uh, yeah. Being really tight. Normal. Um. Yeah. But... Uh, that 's the downside for me mm-hmm. is not having any my mom 's here right now she 's going I'm mm. sending her back she 's eighty seven okay and um so she's staying until the first of October, but uh the hurricane brought her up but, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she lives in south carolina huh. um but no i don 't have anybody that's that support system nothing well, I hope
0: that you find through the boys especially mm-hmm. a network mm-hmm. of people. I hope you and I continue to get to mm-hmm. know each other and, and I think that's so, such a part of the season when you are raising children at this age. It's a lot of your community is people who you see it right. on the sidelines at the kids sporting games and who you make right. a connection with, yeah. you know. It is.
2: It's very nice. And, and in fact, when we were in Lawrenceburg when I had Jake at the beginning and put him in preschool, that's how I made a friend down there was I talked to the church um teacher. Yeah. And she introduced me to another person that was raising her grandson who was the same age. Oh, awesome. that's cool. And so we kind of bonded. Yeah. You know, of whatever. For we, sure. Stay in trouble. And, and yes, I, I agree with you. It, it Only through meeting other people through school. And it is, and you've, um, I remember that from my younger days of who you meet and who you hang around with mm-hmm. when you have children all starts because you're all together at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And if you move to a new city and you don't have children... Opening those doors to meet new people is it's very hard difficult. It's It is. Also. really It hard. is. Very you difficult. have to
0: start from scratch, and that can be exhausting emotionally, right. and sometimes you just don't have it in you, but.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I, oh, I know what you were asking me. You were asking me how I feel about, am I, yes, yeah. I, I feel lonely at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel very lonely. I feel, I want to go do the fun things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Um, my yeah. friends are going on trips. Yes, you know, yeah, that
1: kind of stuff. So that there's, feels really real to me that you it would feel does that way.
0: Real, and I, it's not without a huge sacrifice to you and Bo mm-hmm. that you're doing what you're doing. So yeah. it's good to acknowledge that. You yeah, know? yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be a time though where you're, you get. Oh, I hope so. To too. have mm-hmm. that too, and there's, I there do. will be.
2: I keep telling them they're going to kill me first. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank
0: you so much, oh, Susan, sure. for sharing your story. It really totally. is a long one.
1: <laughs> well, you know what I think I appreciate about this is that we, I think, as human beings, we try—we want to make formulas, right? Like, right. if I do this, this, and this, then my kids will turn out perfectly. A, B, and C, and D, right? Right. And I think, I just hearing you talk and seeing your emotion, I know that you—you you tried to do right by your daughter. So it wasn't that you. The formula doesn't always work, right? Nope. People make right. choices. People make mistakes. And so, mm-hmm. but I think we can look and judge and be like, oh, there's a grandma raising their her grandkids, mm-hmm. I got to find out what not to do. So that doesn't happen to be me. And I just think that's not real. <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> Good <luck with> that. <laughs> Right, the most perfect, you could do all the right parenting things, read all the right books and you don't get a guarantee and you could be a miserable, horrible person and your kid can turn out amazing. It is. So there isn't right, right. an exact formula. And so I just appreciate you sharing your story because I think it helps us be able to say like, I wonder what her story is, and let me love that woman who's on the football <laughs> on the football sideline because who knows what's going on and And mm-hmm. we just assume people aren't lonely. We assume people have all their stuff together. and I think we need to we need to enter in and and ask questions and be there for people differently. And so you' sharing the story, I think, opens the door for us to be able to say. I wonder what the story is instead of yeah. putting up judgment. So I appreciate yeah. you a Thank ton you. for sharing. Yeah. Yes, it's Thank not you easy. So much. Mm-hmm.
0: It's been so great to talk to you. Thank, Thank you, you, you for spending your tape, your afternoon. With us. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we appreciate it. Thanks, Susan. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. Susan, thank you so much for joining us. You really are a hero to us, and we loved you sharing your story. Uh, friends, find us on Instagram and Facebook at What's Like with Stacey and Emily. We love your feedback. Send us a message. It means a ton to us when you tell us how you feel about the podcast. And would you share us with your friends? Uh, it would be really helpful for us to get out there if you would just put a little Instagram story or a message out to your friends about our podcast. It would mean a ton. Also, head on over to regonibakery.com and order your pasties. Uh, For Thanksgiving, use the uh, 10% off code, promo code W-I-L for what's it like. You will not regret it. Have a great day, friends.